0: Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket.
1: Hello everyone. On today's podcast, I was joined by Newmarket trainer Ilka Ganzera levesque to talk about art and horse racing, her unique art exhibition due to be held at her racing stables over the Guineas weekend. Before we find out the full story from Ilka, here are a few opening clips from some of the artists who will be exhibiting at Art and Horse Racing.
2: It's a great honor to be uh, to be included in that, and um, uh, I, I hope uh, I hope it, Ilka has that puts that show on every year. It'd be great. We're coming to see the show. Um, we'll be there for the private opening. We won't be there from then on, but. Um... It will be very exciting to see, very.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very exciting. Um, it's
3: definitely a different venue for me, and I'm looking forward to the entire
0: experience. I am really looking forward to it. Um, as I uh, mentioned to you before, I haven't been to Newmarket, um, so the whole kind of town, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of go to the area and kind of um, get involved in the atmosphere. And then I've kind of I've spoken to Ilka and she's full of um, energy and excitement. So, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's quite a character. And I'm, I'm looking forward to going to her yard. It looks beautiful and it's really exciting.
1: Hello, Ilka. Welcome back to the Paddock and the Pavilion.
3: Hi, Stephen. Thanks for having me on.
1: Well, you were last on in February 2021 in episode 35, and we're now getting near 200, so a long while ago.
3: Yeah, I know you're you're a professional podcaster. It's amazing you you um you're always at it.
1: Well, today we're going to talk about art and horse racing. Your exciting new art exhibition, St. St. Wendred's, must be getting like a, an art gallery at the moment.
3: Yeah, it is an art gallery. <laughs> we're um yeah we're getting ready. We're down to the final furlong now. Um, every all the art is on site. And now it's just a matter of displaying it and getting, you know, all these little things that need to be done. Even if you just have a regular open day, you just, you know, you're always getting stuff done and, you know, everything's ordered. Everything's ready to go. I don't, you can't hear stuff in the background, but I ordered these display uh, rails that galleries have for one of the rooms Um, because I think we're going to be doing this again. So might as well.
1: Yeah, the DIY man's keeping busy, isn't he?
3: Yeah, he's keeping busy. And we got runners as well and everything's happening. So tomorrow we pull out 531st lot on the grass. Uh happy days. But who needs sleep?
1: Well in this podcast we are going to be getting clips from 10 of the 14 artists and we're going to talk about the other four. But before we start for the listeners of the paddock and the pavilion, what is art and horse racing? And how did you come up with the idea?
3: Um, Well, Art and Horse Racing is going to be an art exhibition at my racing yard, St. Wendred's, in Newmarket. And I came, I thought about, I I don't know, I had this idea back in January. And, you know, I always do a nice open day for owners. And at first I thought that would be a really nice combination of things. And and then it just kind of grew and morphed into this really big event. And now I think we're going to definitely do it as an annual art exhibition, like a pop-up gallery type thing. Um, but also, already have some people asking or some artists asking to do another one in July. And um, yeah, I love it. I love art. Uh, I want this to be an event where all are welcome. The private view is going to be a nice thing for my owners. And then the next day, it'll be everybody, you know, it, we want to do these things on race day. So that's when Newmarket is the busiest, obviously, during the sales season and the and the big uh, guineas festival weekend or july festival that's when we want to do it we're two minutes from the race course four minutes from tats and i think that's something that new market is missing and everybody's excited about it and we're gonna be covering you know all sizes all styles of paintings and all price ranges so there's something for everybody
1: well listeners will have heard at the beginning of this podcast how excited uh the artists are about uh, coming along to St. So uh, just remind us about the timings as well.
3: So it's Sunday, May 7th, 10 AM to 6 PM. And if you're staying till the last race, don't worry. Uh, we'll still be open. Um, you know, just swing by to or from the races, or if you're not going racing, come by during the day. And um, like I said before, if you, if you're in the area and you want to have a sneak peek of something, if you see one of the artists that you're really interested in yeah, everything's here you can have a look um if you want to buy it beforehand that's great uh just you know so it can be exhibited you need to leave it here for the exhibition but um yeah come and have a look
1: well let's get started with the the artists we've got a really international flavor and we're going to start off internationally with um the american contingent the first one is peggy judy she's a contemporary western artist and in this clip Peggy described her style.
2: I I guess I don't know if I want to do it anymore but it ended up being more contemporary from my art school background which is very graphic oriented so I take the same subjects that everybody paints and I just try to simplify it into not only telling the story of a cowboy on a horse but making it an interesting design concept not not just a depiction of a, an event but more of um a, a little bit more artsy i guess a little bit more graphic but still staying um somewhat
1: realistic you've got a connection with peggy because her husband's also a vet
3: yeah that was a funny coincidence i've never met her personally but when you uh, listen to her life and what she's done and her and her husband have built in Colorado, you know, the similarities are there and I follow her art and love her art. So it's going to be great to exhibit that type of style here. And I hope um, there'll be some visitors that like Western art. I I have three pieces of hers here. One of them is called lookout. One of them is called balance and one of them is called happy place.
1: We haven't just got painters in this exhibition. We've also got sculptors. And one of them is Amanda Markle. And in this short clip, she explains to me what negative space is. Uh, But you've got to tell us now about negative space and positive space and and what they mean.
3: Yeah, so the idea of negative and positive space, it basically describes, so positive space is when you're drawing something, it's it's the subject itself. And the negative space is the space that is in between or around it. So if you think of, you know, drawing a chair, it's the space in between the legs of the chair. Um, so I have actually started designing pieces that have negative space that goes inside of the piece. So I kind of think about the structure of an animal and the flow of the muscles. And then we'll have open air space that goes in between those that kind of adds Um, a lightness and a flow and movement inside of the piece
2: rather than just around it.
1: Amanda's from Montana in the United States. What has she got exhibiting at Art and Horse Racing?
3: Well, we have something really special. They are, um, I have four little wine stoppers. They're miniature bronze sculptures after one of her really famous and main ones called Mountain heart. So they're the mini mountain heart wine stopper. It's a wolf and the whole story behind it is amazing. If you want to read up on that. And then we also have a tabletop horse or equine sculpture, Aria. That's her newest one. Uh, that's a limited of dish edition of 19. And, um, it's a beautiful plinth. It's a beautiful piece. It's different, but like the wine stoppers, I was like, Oh, we're going to have some wine tasting here. So that really goes with the theme and their. They're just beautiful little miniature sculptures.
1: But it's great you've got such variety in this exhibition, haven't we? With as you say with sculptors and painters.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. That was my main aim, like to have something here for every taste and and really um, you know showcase different works of art. And we have some big names in this exhibition as well, so I'm pr- quite proud of that.
1: Our next painter is Diana Cook, from New York State, and she has quite a major racing connection in her family. And this is what she had to say.
2: George Pope uh, was my grandfather and he had a Derby winner, um, Kentucky Derby winner in 1962 called Decidedly. And the following year, the year I was born, um, his horse Hillrise lost by a nose in that same race. And then the next big horse he had was J.O. Tobin. And, so when Ilka and I became friends um, kind of through email and back and forth, I was telling her a little bit about, you know, my grandfather and his horses and stuff like that. And, and she said, um, she said, oh, did you know that, you know, Cliff Lines uh, lives down the road from me? And he um, he was uh, one of the people that brought J.O. Tobin back and forth uh, from the U.K. to the States. And I said, really, that's kind of amazing.
1: Diana's got a real racing connection, though. And she's done a painting for you in the Vantage Point Racing Club Colours.
3: Yeah, it's called Gotta Fly. It's a race. You, you know, if you look very closely, you can tell. And that's the, the special thing about Diana's work. It's so detailed. And, um, you know, every little thing has a meaning. So if if you, like, look at her paintings, you always find more and more and more. So. The winning colors are the vantage point racing colors. And then the horse, the second horse is her, are her grandfather's color. So it's pretty cool. And then we also have, besides that, she painted that, especially for art and horse racing, which I'm really honored. And then we also have some of her um, other English type themed work, or like, let's say agricultural themed work. We have some, like a working sheepdog dog and um, a shearing one. So we have a few with sheep and then one of her shadow boxes that she actually doesn't do anymore because she couldn't get the boxes or there's a story behind that as always. But um, so we have one of the last remaining shadow boxes, which is a hunt meet scene with the hunt. Um, it's really cool. You can see it on my Instagram uh, again. Yeah. Different, different themes.
1: She's got a real racing connection though. Cause her grandfather also owned J O Tobin, the top two year old, in the UK in 1976 and in 1978 was the top American sprinter.
3: Yes. It's really cool um, racing connection and a new market connection. Cause of course he was trained in Newmarket. market. Um, yeah. And she'll be here for the exhibition. She's coming over for the exhibition and, and all the visitors will be able to chat to her and meet her.
1: Our next American guest um, who also will be attending uh, art and horse race, and is Rachel Constantine, who's now based in Cambridge and has been there for the last ten months. And in this short clip, she talks about her love of art.
3: I mean, my 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 big love is oil paint. I love the tactile meatiness of the paint itself. It's very sculptural, but it's also, um, you know, it also is workable for a long period of time, which is very appealing to me. I like to be able to change things.
1: What kind of themes do you have for Rachel?
3: I have beautiful, beautiful florals, and then she does a series of skies. So the series of the skies, you you can buy them one by one. They're like little square, um, they're on birch wood um, panels, I guess it's called. And you can buy them one by one, or if you buy more than two, the price goes down. They really look good in multiples. And then the florals are, you know, roses, peonies, and... um, magnolia I just and uh my favorite i love hydrangeas there's there's a white hydrangea i said don't you have a blue hydrangea <laughs> maybe maybe next time blue hydrangeas i love them
1: well rachel's a, a classical realist oil painter and it's fantastic to think that she will be there on the 7th of may
3: yeah she's very well known for her portrait art as well so you know it's great to have a serious artist like that taking part in the show just uh, lifts up the whole event.
1: Our next painter from America is Terry Lindsay. She is a painter and also a gallery owner in new England. And in this short clip, she explained why she loves to paint horses.
2: Oh, because I love horses, period. End of story. I love the smell. (laughs) <laughs> I love touching them. I love the way they sound. I love their rhythm, their cadence. I mean, there's what's to not love?
1: On the subject of horses, one of Terry's paintings is the banner for art and horse racing.
3: Yes, exactly. So if you're driving by the yard, you'll see it. It's called Racing Dreams. It's a bunch of foals, the way they lay in the in the grass and the pasture. It's, a, it's your typical summer scene of foals laying in the sunshine and um she just always gets these uh, the the life you know when people are horse people they they get it and she sometimes has themes that aren't um you know not just that horse running across the winning line
1: and terry's going to be there as well
3: yeah very honored as well that they made the flight over her and her husband um they're coming over for the uh, private view and then they're going to spend a few days hiking in the Cotswolds or and seeing some friends uh they have friends in cambridge so you know she's a busy lady she that gallery is open like seven days a week and um they're taking time out and coming over but that's i guess that's what life's all about right you got to take sometimes you got to do these things
1: got to mention her her gallery her name the gallery especially tilting at windmills
3: yes tilting at windmills gallery in manchester vermont I've never been to that gallery. I only saw her equine one at uh, Saratoga. So next time, and it's on the list, I'm going to Saratoga. Manchester, Vermont is like an hour and a half or an hour away. Uh, I want to see that gallery. It's a real destination gallery. And, you know, you got to love the name. Uh, That's what I do every day, tilting at windmills. So I love the name. And and, um, she has some very amazing artists there.
1: Yeah, I think Diana Cook is actually um, exhibited at um, Tilting Windmills.
3: Yes, she's. Uh, yep, she's one of Terry's artists. Yeah, small world.
1: And you first met Terry just before you got married.
3: Yeah, back in uh, the day. <laughs> yeah, when we were in Sar- we got married in Saratoga. So yeah, Stefan and I went to one of her equide um, exhibitions, and um, we got to talking and and kept in touch.
1: Well, from across the Atlantic, we're now going to going to go across the Channel with to talk about Benedict Gile, who who loves painting horses' eyes, and this is what uh, Benedict had to say.
2: Or I can even paint big eye <laughs> uh, close up in a on the on the eye, on the eye.
1: I think I've seen and some of them on the website. The the the, the close yeah. up of the eyes. Yeah.
2: Yes. 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 And I really love that. And of course, I I wanted to do that in a modern way. <laughs> and graphic design, uh, my graphic design job part, uh, helped me a lot um, because I love the line, uh, you know, the black line. I use it a lot in my work.
1: Benedict is coming over from Southwest France for art and horse racing. What is Benedict? Uh, exhibiting
3: yeah she's bringing 10 pieces everybody that sees her work loves it even non-horse people because she has this really um the expression of her horses they just show so much emotion in them and then it's very interesting her work she um includes so many different media like she'll it'll be uh chalk and pencil and sometimes a little bit of embroidery and um, yeah, there was one really big one. Step said, "Oh, that would look really good in the in the stair, you know, in our staircase thingy." And I was like, "Yeah, it sure would." So, <laughs> there's so many nice things now. It's just like, yeah, if that doesn't sell, if that doesn't sell, so I need uh, people to come and buy.
1: Well, she describes herself as as an artist of the sensitive. I must admit, I do love her horse's eyes.
3: Yeah, it's it's just amazing, and they're even so much better when you see them. Live, like when you see the when you see the painting, it, it, social media or a screen just doesn't do it justice. And and also we have one really big one, like one meter thirty. So it's really imposing. It's really imposing. There's there's some blue tones, and then there, there's some like earthier tones. um There's some like extremely abstract, and then the other ones, it's just like wow, the eye is just like it. It's like it's alive.
1: Well, we're getting through. I think we're about halfway now from the uh, of the uh, guests. Next one is Garth Bailey. He's a South African-born, now based in Middlesbrough. And in this short clip, he explained to me why he loves cycling. Why do you like cycling? I started off painting people and people morphed into dots because it was had to do with the movement
2: and I really love movement. Then I added in the mechanics of the cycling because you think of cyclists and not they're all athletes um and then i
0: really love mixing the, the wheels and the cycles and and then that progressed onto the horse racing because again it's this it's just people in sport and the movement it
1: all sort of relates
0: through that same
2: thread
1: and elka you've got some cycling paintings of Garth
3: yeah we have cycling some horses um one of like the what do you call it up there? The, the Heather up, you know, up Yorkshire way with a Barnaby, the sheep in it. That's a very large one. We, some contemporary racing scenes, but the cycling ones are the great, like the best. There's one there. I already showed it to George Wood. It's there's one really, really nice cycling one. And I thought like, that's a good combination too. First of all, I'd never really seen any cycling art and I thought that's great. Like to have the combination of different sports the same thing it's racing it's bold you know it's colorful so you have all these dynamics you have uh the one artist that shows the emotion of the horse and you have another one with a really powerful other sport then we have like dogs landscapes seascapes so it all kind of complements each other in a way with peggy judy's ranching ones you know there's so many comparisons to the hard work that there's beauty and hard work you know and yeah if you're if you're a cyclist you know, you're training like crazy, just like the horses are. So yeah, we have that this bold movement of his really fits in. And I didn't know that he was actually the um, he was also the for a while he had his art at Hamilton race course, like in the owner's suites or whatever upstairs. So there's some big ones here that used to be up there and he doesn't live near Hamilton anymore. Um yeah, so it's like it's also a small world.
1: So does George Wood like cycling then?
3: Oh, he's big into cycling, yeah. So I'm hoping he's going to buy a painting.
1: You found uh, Garth on Instagram, I think.
3: No, I found him on an art site called First Dibs. I saw one of his heart. I was just looking at horse art. I don't know, because I like to look at art, like I said before, in um, one of my other interviews. And then, yeah, he's on Instagram.
1: It seems to be quite a popular medium for for painter's an artist isn't it instagram. yeah all
3: of the artists that's one thing that they're all on they're all, all of the 14 artists that are taking part in in here are on instagram so that's a good place to find them then some of them don't even have websites so instagram is the way if you want to look them up look them up on instagram
1: and links to all of them are on your own website
3: yeah if you go on my website you can click on their um on their image and then you'll it'll take you through to wherever they are represented you know like if, if they have a website or to their instagram
1: we should move on to the four artists who i haven't got um, any audio with uh, the first one is liz armstrong she's very well known in in racing circles Um, she's worked with ap mccoy barry Garrity. what else can you tell us about um liz armstrong
3: yeah everybody I think you know she has a stand at Windsor she's always at Cheltenham she's always at Newbury people you know people in racing know her her work very contemporary a lot of shit does a lot of national hunt stuff um that's why I, I I didn't have any national hunt so I said, Liz, come on, you gotta take part so with her work we have uh she does mixed media as well so we have some national hunt and we have all sizes and we actually have one also one, uh, Western, uh, like a cowboy watercolor of hers, but the rest is all national hunt. So yeah, people will know her.
1: Yeah. She had her own stand at the Cheltenham festival and, and each day at the Cheltenham festival, she was on the Nick Luck podcast.
3: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, she's very well known within racing circles and, um, you can find her on Twitter as well. Um, and Instagram obviously and her website. But yeah, when you see her work, you'll be like, oh, I've seen this before. You know, like you'll be, you'll recognize it.
1: The next one I was going to talk to you about is Jackie Hardman. What can you tell us about Jackie and what, uh, what uh, paintings has she got uh, on display at Art and Horse Racing?
3: Well, Jackie, she's, uh, she does oils and she has a beautiful hounds. Everybody that sees these hounds just loves them. Even the other artists, they go, oh, those are good. So we have hounds and we have a seascape and a, no, a few seascapes and some racing scenes like behind the starting stalls. I thought that was a cool scene, something, you know, different. I was just looking for not your typical, you know, horse head or whatever. So we have um, – but the hounds are a hit, so come and check them out.
1: Two more guests without audio. The next one, Mandy Dearsley from, I think, Colchester. She's a, She's a sculptor, and I think you've got – a hair I think haven't you
3: yeah we have some uh, bronze resin hairs a couple of different ones one sitting one jumping away and then we have a uh, cold cast iron cockerel and then um, also she paints so she, we have some like a pastel one of a black lab and also some hairs and stuff so yeah it's good to have the Suffolk hair you know that goes good with the with the whole event and mm-hmm. I thought that it's a nice mix.
1: And will Mandy be there?
3: She'll be here so people will have a chance to talk to her directly. You know, she's done a lot of commissions for people as well. So, you know, you never know.
1: Jackie and Liz, will they both be there as well?
3: Yep, Jackie and Liz will be here. Um Garth will not be here. He's doing something for the coronation.
1: Yeah, we mustn't forget it's coronation weekend, it's Guinea's weekend, it's a very big weekend, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I know. I thought like go, go, go big or what is that? Or go home or whatever. So, you know, it's, it's what it is. That's why, yeah, we're going to do the public day on the Sunday all day, not, not on the Saturday.
1: But you're right. You're right close to the race course. So there's no reason why people can't still go racing and come to art and horse racing.
3: Exactly. They can um, bet on, gamble on the horses, bet on the horses and then spend their winnings at St. Wenders and buy a nice piece of art.
1: One artist who I know won't be there is Phyllis Floyd. She is the oldest artist, I believe, who is exhibiting at art and horse racing.
3: Yeah, Phyllis Floyd is from New York City, and she um, is a still life painter. And there's, she has some of her work at Kettle's Yard in Cambridge and all over the world. And um, yeah, honored to have her being part of the show.
1: But I think you said that her daughter who's also in the art business will be attending the exhibition.
3: Yes, her her daughter Eve Waldron is she's a designer so she'll in Cambridge she has a studio in Cambridge so she'll be here and um you know she'll be able to tell you more about her mom that does watercolor watercolor paintings.
1: Well we've been to the states we've been to France Now we're going to Cambridge with Clive Dawson. And in this short clip, he explained to me how he goes about uh, painting local scenes. What I tend to do is is go out for a day with a camera, have a wander around and, and take lots of photographs. And mostly I do paint in the studio from those photographs. I won't say that I don't go outside and do the on plein air painting because sometimes I do, but um, I'm I'm one for a little bit more luxury and having everything around me. And well, so most of the the work that I would put as a finished piece is is done in the studio. Clive's also a big racing fan. He goes to Newmarket and Huntingdon. What have you got from Clive?
3: Well, I really wanted some local uh, Cambridge scenes, so that's mainly what we have. But I also have uh, some florals and two funny cockerels. And he paints with acrylics, so it's you know it's bold, it's peppy, and um, yeah, it's great to have. I wanted you know the mix of local and international,
2: so it's perfect.
1: Yeah, I know. is very much looking forward to uh, being there at Art and Horse Racing. Coming to the end now, Ilka, um, I'm getting exhausted here. The uh, next uh, guest is Debbie Burt. She's an award-winning photographer, racing journalist and sculptor. And in this clip, Debbie told me about how she began as a sculptor.
0: But in my 30s, I had the opportunity to do a bronze casting course, and which was only a week long, and um, I made a, a bronze horse's head during that week and found that I really enjoyed the whole process and um, at the time I I had a in addition to my day job I had a part-time job in a in a pub and talking to one of the um, customers there he said oh well look I'll I'll commission you to to do a horse's head so I did I did a head of best mate who was the, the the most famous national hunt Horse of the time, who, who the chap was really um, uh, fond of. And then from that, he said, oh, well, maybe next time you should do one with legs. So I did another one of Best Mate, but this time a whole body. And it just sort of developed from
1: there, really. Ilke, you got some really powerful sculptures from Debbie at the exhibition.
3: Yes, I'm really proud that we're getting to exhibit Elegance, which is a beautiful quarter life-size horse head. It's um, a, an edition, a limited edition of three, and this is number one. Uh, so it's really worth coming to see it. Uh, I know it's an investment when you buy a big piece like that, but it's this is you know beautiful, proper
1: art. But it's not just horses you've got uh, from Debbie. You've also got, I think, uh, an elephant and a hound.
3: Yeah, baby elephant and then a hound, which is called On the Scent. So we those are a little bit smaller. And then we have another one, which is a limited edition of nine called Strength. So we have all price ranges of Debbie's as well.
1: I know Debbie will be at the races in her professional capacity, but will she also be uh, at the exhibition?
3: Yeah, when she's done at the races, she'll pop in. So you'll also have a chance to meet her and talk to her.
1: Our final painter to hear from is Emily Johnson. She's well known to the paddock and the pavilion. She was on episode one hundred and seventy-two, and she's the resident artist at Cheltenham Racecourse. And in this clip, she talked about her style and the artists who inspired her.
0: Uh, my own style, oh, so um, so I'm I'm really inspired by um classical artists, uh, George Stubbs and Alfred Mundings. I love, I yeah, I'm I I love classical art and um. Yeah, even back to kind of like the, the really, really old uh, artwork, um, da Vinci and or his sketches of horses. I love all of that. But I like to, I don't want to repeat history. I want to kind of put a modern twist on things. So I try and have a bit more of a contemporary background or um, modern compositions.
1: So from the home of jump racing to the home of flat racing, what have we got uh, from Emily at the exhibition?
3: We have mainly um, oil, oil work, um, but there's one of her charcoals as well, charcoal on panel. And then we have oil on canvas and oil on panel. And, um, but there's one called Race Ready. It's one of her older ones. She used to do more in charcoal and um, that's one of my favorites. And then there's also a racing saddle oil sketch. I really love that one as well. Um, I might be hanging that into the tack room. I don't know yet. We're we're all thinking now, where are we going to place what? And um, also, Emily will be here in person, and she'll be bringing her easel and painting on the day, which I thought that was her idea. So it's a great idea. And she also offered and it was also her idea to do a giveaway, a prize giveaway. And I'm really happy. Yeah, I hope a lot of people take part in that. Um, It's uh, a watercolor sketch of little horses, you can see it on her Instagram. And you know, do you have to do the usual share, like, subscribe, and tag two people in the comments. And then we'll pick a winner on the day. And if it's an international winner, no problem. We will, I will send it to you.
1: Well, that all sounds good. And um, that's all 14 guests now covered. All the information about them is also on your website. And if anyone wants to listen to extended interviews of the 10 guests that uh, we've heard from the, on this podcast they feature on the vantage point racing club podcasts number 8 nine, ten, and 11
3: yeah if you want to hear more about them you can learn more about them that way it's going to be a great event and we're going to have some so many different things to choose from so i'm really looking forward to having um the paddock and the pavilion listeners coming by st Wendy's.
1: Well let's hope so. We're less than a week now from the art and horse racing exhibition. Have you got all the art and sculptures there?
3: Yep, everything is here, and now it's all a matter of um getting it right now with the weather. It looks like as long as it's not windy and rainy, we can we have plan A and plan B, so uh we'll have to just you know it's all gonna be down to the last day.
1: So it's a busy few days for the DIY man, Stefan, then?
3: Yeah, busy days. And then we have runners as well. We've got runner on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, leading up to the event. Uh, yeah, and the and the sale is on and, you know, the regular life is on. But it's, it's all good. Like you got to, that's what life is all about. You know, you got to make it happen.
1: You certainly have. Remind us again on the timings for this unique exhibition, Art and Horse Racing.
3: So it's May 7th, St. Wendorf's on Hamilton Road, 10 to 6 p.m. All welcome. And it's going to be art that makes you feel good. So looking forward to greeting you all.
1: On the day, Ilka, where can people park to attend art and horse racing?
3: Well, right across from my yard, depending on if you're com- from which direction you're coming. But it's across from my yard. There, That's where my 13-acre um, paddock is. And I'll have a um, one of those big flag signs up. And that's where we'll do the parking in there because, you know, the driveway, not that many cars will fit into the driveway. So you'll see the the banner on our gate uh, with the falls. And then across from the yard will be um, a big uh, flag type thing. And, and the field will be open and there'll be cars in there already. So that's where you park. And there'll be people who like pointing it out as well.
1: So if you see Terry Lindsay's banner, you will know where to park.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled.
1: Well, thank you very much again, Ilka, for joining me on the paddock and the pavilion. And uh, thanks to all the guests who've also appeared on this show. The first time I've ever had 12 people on a podcast.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're going to try new things.
1: Well, thank you very much for joining me.
3: Thanks, Stephen. Thank you so much for all your support and see you on the first weekend of May.
0: Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review.
2: Sports Social Podcast
3: Network.